Okay, very timely message, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, today I'll be talking about the topic of Yom Kippur. This is the time of year. In fact, today uh, would be the feast, uh, the Jewish feast of Yom Kippur. And the message for you today, uh, I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that that Jewish feast of Yom Kippur was perfectly fulfilled by Jesus Christ. Don't miss this. If you missed this, you missed the gospel. Uh, I'm going to give it to you straight without a chase, ladies and gentlemen. We're living in a day when there's so many false teachers out there regarding uh, the Jewish people and their need for Jesus Christ. Uh, you, you would almost get the impression that somehow uh, they're, they're right without him. And, and when you hear this message, uh, you, you'll understand that that cannot be true. So uh, the, the Jewish holiday that is known as Yom Kippur, or the Day of Atonement, uh, Yom Kippurim, it's a feast day that is found in the Old Testament, and as I said, it's clearly fulfilled in Jesus Christ. In fact, if you look at the Old Testament sacrifices, they're all pointing to Jesus Christ. They were all types and shadows uh, pointing to him. In fact, when Jesus died on the cross, ladies and gentlemen, uh, he cried out, it is finished. It's done. It's already done. Uh, you'll find that in John chapter 19, verse 30. And, and the reason he said that, ladies and gentlemen, it signified that Jesus, the Christ, the word Christ means Messiah, he had completed. He finished the work that the Father sent him to do, what the Father called him to do. Uh, look at Matthew chapter 27, verses 50 to 51. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost or the spirit, and behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain, or two, from the top to the bottom, and the earth did shake, or quake, and the earth did quake, and the rocks rent. My, oh my. You know, what happened here, ladies and gentlemen, this was the point where Christ, the Messiah, literally died. He gave up the ghost. And at that point in time, it's recorded here in the scriptures, the veil, which was this heavy, heavy curtain in, in the Jewish uh, temple, it was torn in half supernaturally, and God is the one who did it. And this was a, uh, a testimony from heaven that it was done. In other words, the very fulfillment of every sacrifice, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that was in the Old Testament times, the Old Covenant uh, they were all pointing to this moment in time when the Messiah, God in the flesh, Emmanuel, gave up the ghost. Don't miss this, folks. I want you to see. Uh, what I'm preaching to you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, without making any bones about it, is that salvation is found in Jesus Christ alone. If you do not have salvation in Jesus Christ, you are lost. You are spiritually dead. You are literally on the road to hell. There's no question about it. And that's what I'm preaching to you today, ladies and gentlemen. So if you take a look in, in the New Testament book of Hebrews, the writer, which many people believe was the Apostle Paul, and I would agree with that, the writer describes the Old Covenant along with its tabernacle offerings and sacrifices, mainly 
because he's about to show us the fulfillment in Jesus Christ. Hebrews verses 1 to 6 from chapter 9. Then verily, or truly, the first covenant had also ordinances of divine service and a worldly sanctuary. For there was a tabernacle made, the first wherein was the candlestick, and the table and the showbread, which is called the sanctuary. And after the second veil, the tabernacle, which is called the holiest of all, which had the golden censer and the ark of the covenant, overlaid round about with gold, wherein was the golden pot that had manna, and Aaron's rod that budded, and the tables of the covenant, and over it the cherubims of glory, shadowing the mercy seat, of which we cannot now speak particularly, now when these things were thus ordained, the priest went always into the first tabernacle, accomplishing the service of God. So the writer is describing the holiest of all, or the holy of holies. And that's behind the second veil, ladies and gentlemen, in the tabernacle. And that contained the Ten Commandments, the manna, and Aaron's rod that budded. He spoke about the service that the priest did in the tabernacle. The high priest would uh, take the blood from... Uh, the sacrifices and put it upon the mercy seat which was the lid that uh, covered the ark of the covenant don't miss this ladies and gentlemen so uh, uh, that holy of holies that's where the great high priest would go once a year in fact this is the day of atonement Yom Kippur the day of covering and I'm here to tell you ladies and gentlemen and you need to be covered with the blood of Jesus Christ you need that covering that only God can uh, bring to you, and it's only through Jesus Christ. Hebrews 9, verses 7 to 10, but into the second went the high priest alone once every year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the errors of the people. The Holy Ghost, this sac signifying that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest, while as the first tabernacle was yet standing, which was a figure for the time then present, in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him that did the service perfect as pertaining to the conscience, which stood only in meats and drinks and diverse uh, washings and carnal ordinances opposed on them until the time of reformation. So in this passage, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the, the Day of Atonement, that is what is being described. That's when the high priest, as I said, he went behind that second veil once a year with the blood offering, sprinkled it upon the mercy seat. That's the covering for the Ark of the Covenant. In fact, the uh, uh, there was a place that used to be up around Lancaster, Pennsylvania. They had this thing set up uh, that, that was like a, a tabernacle. And, and, and it gave you the picture where you could, uh, they had like little things set up to, to make it effective and teaching how this all was done. So we can look back at those events, ladies and gentlemen. As I said, they're types, they're shadows. They pointed to the ultimate, the perfect sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Now, mercy is available for all of us today because Jesus Christ became the propitiation the mercy seat for all our sins. That's for Jew and Gentile. And these are described as carnal ordinances there. And it's speaking about the earthly animals which were sacrificed and the earthly ordinances which were meant to point to the heavenly reality fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Don't miss this. Hebrews 9, 11, and 14. But Christ 
being come a high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean, sanctify to the purifying of the flesh. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Glory to God. So folks, this is telling us that Jesus Christ, he already obtained eternal redemption for us. It's finished, as he said in John chapter 19, uh, verses 30. You know, all of this talk, ladies and gentlemen, uh, about the building of a third temple, and people are talking about this red heifer, and they're, they're, they're breeding animals so that they could build this temple. Hogwash, ladies and gentlemen hogwash. Turn to Christ. It's all about believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. If, you, if you're going to start talking about sacrificing animals again, it's proof positive that you do not know Jesus Christ, that you do not want Jesus Christ. No question about it. So the gospel is so simple, ladies and gentlemen. Turn to the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation. So that's the point I want you to see that Jesus Christ, he is the high priest. He's the perfect tabernacle. He tabernacled among us almost 2,000 years ago, and that was the very purpose. That was the reason he came, ladies and gentlemen, to atone for our sins. You cannot atone for your own sins to get right with God. Don't ever forget that, folks. You cannot. There's nothing that you can do to make your uh, soul right with God. It is only through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ that you can be reconciled back to God. It's through the death of Christ. It's what he did for us. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, so many religions, ladies and gentlemen, people are trying to get right with God their own way. They're hoping that they can somehow make it to heaven one day. Trust me, folks. Trust the scriptures, I should say, better put. Trust the word of God. That will not happen. It is only through Jesus Christ. Now, the Greek word uh, kapar is uh, used to trans word, translate the English word atonement. It means to cover specifically with bitumen, figuratively to expiate or condone, to placate or cancel, appease, make an atonement, cleanse, disannul, forgive, be merciful, pacify, pardon, purge away, put off, make, reconcile, glory to God. I get excited uh, reading these things, folks. So this is what Jesus Christ did for us. He's shown us his mercy. He's pardoned us because of what he did. And when you put your faith in him, he will save your soul. He will cleanse you. So the death of Jesus Christ, ladies and gentlemen, was meant to cover our sins and cancel them out in the sight of a holy God. We have been shown the greatest mercy that can possibly be given to any living human being. And what a terrible and soul-damning thing it is to reject this offer of mercy and forgiveness. Remember, folks, it is the blood alone which can atone for our souls. Leviticus 17.11, for the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls, for it is the blood that maketh an atonement for 
the soul. So, so getting back, ladies and gentlemen, to this feast, uh, this Jewish feast of Yom Kippur, Yom Kippurim, the Day of Covering, the Day of Atonement, they're still celebrating a feast that was already fulfilled. Uh, if they're celebrating that feast, obviously they're not believers in Jesus Christ. They do not believe it that he is the Messiah. They do not believe that he is Lord. They do not believe that he is the Son of God. No question about it. So what does that mean? It means they are still dead in their sins. Oh, yes. So you can be religious, but you can be lost. And that would certainly apply to every person who rejects Jesus Christ. So if you go to Israel, you, there is no longer a temple standing uh, for almost 2,000 years, ladies and gentlemen. So, so you got to say, where is the atonement for their sins? I mean, obviously, obviously there is none. So, um, you know, you'll find many people uh, in in, uh, in different parts of even this country. They'll celebrate the feast of Yom Kippur, uh, Kippurim, the Day of Atonement. They'll they'll kill uh, animals. Uh, they'll kill chickens and they'll swing them around their head. Uh, this this actually goes on. And in fact, they're, they're taking their 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 money and and paying for these things to be done, folks. Meanwhile, Jesus Christ is offering them salvation, and it's being rejected. So, uh, you know, I grew up as a Roman Catholic. I was as lost as could be. And uh, although it it wasn't obviously like this Jewish uh, feast of Yom Kippurim, we we had this uh, thing in the church. It was a tabernacle. That's what it was called, and that's where the the, the priest would put what they call the consecrated host. It's just a little pieces of bread, little wafers, and they believed that I was taught that that's uh, the actual blood and body and blood of Jesus Christ after transubstantiation by the Roman Catholic. Uh, priest, I, I I grew up believing that for years. It's a false teaching. Then I got saved. I was truly saved, washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, born again of the Spirit. I came out of that deceptive teaching. Millions, folks, close to a billion people could say that they are Roman Catholic and they are as deceived as I was all those years. So, uh, as I said, there was a little curtain that covered that uh tabernacle and you can open that with a string and that's uh, the, the catholic priest would then open that gold brass uh, uh, tabernacle and that's where the consecrated host w- would be put even after the mass any leftover uh what they would call consecrated host and then they would uh, uh, refer to that as the blessed sacrament people would kneel before that because they believe it's jesus christ people will spend sometimes all night in perpetual adoration worshiping a piece of bread uh, and you can uh, go search that out for yourself folks i'm telling you the truth uh folks hear me now the good news this this is the good news don't miss this. I don't care if you're Jewish or Gentile. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet peradventure, or perhaps for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, much more than being now justified by his blood. We shall be saved from wrath through him now that last line look at that folks we're justified by his blood whose blood the blood of jesus christ what happens we're saved s-a-v-e-d saved from what wrath w-r-a-t-h that's the wrath of god how does this happen through him through who 
through Jesus Christ. That's the good news, folks. If you've never made that connection, if you've never trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ with your own soul, forget about your your, your friends, your family. Have you ever done that? In fact, if, if you were to die tonight, where would you spend eternity? Can you honestly say that you know that you're right with God, that you've been reconciled back to God through the blood of Jesus Christ and you've repented of your sins, you put your faith in Him? Can you honestly say that as you're listening to this broadcast right now? If you can't, don't put it off, Folks, many distractions in his life will keep you going until the very breath leaves your body. That's the way the devil works, folks. That's Satan's tactic. He will keep you doing a million things, even make you rich. And then, then when you, uh, you expire, you leave this earth, you die in your sins, and you'll spend eternity in a literal place called hell. You're not hearing this in your neighborhood church more than likely because there's a, a lot of social type preaching and everything's uh, good and everybody's good and we all go to heaven and all roads lead to heaven. Gibberish. <laughs> Folks, I'll say it again. Gibberish. You're hearing the truth here today. So, good, glory to God. So, the good news, ladies and gentlemen, God is willing to save even the most wicked and vile among us. That's the beauty of the gospel, and it's because of what he's done for us, ladies and gentlemen. There's no need for an earthly priest to bring a sacrifice be before the Lord. Oh my, oh my, the sacrifice is done. Whether it be a little Catholic host or whether it be a Yom Kippur or swinging a chicken over your head, folks, forget about that stuff. Trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter whether you're black, white, rich, poor, Korean or African, Chinese, Spanish, doesn't matter. When you trust Jesus Christ with your soul, you become part of the royal priesthood of believers in Jesus Christ. Listen to this, 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Glory to God. First Peter 1 Peter 1.18 and 19, For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Don't forget that, folks. Jesus Christ, he was without blemish. He had no blemish. He had no sin. He was the Son of God. He was God manifest in the flesh. And that's why salvation's only found in him, folks. Don't trust in a man. Don't trust in a priest. Don't trust in a woman. I don't care how great a preacher a person is. Don't trust in him. Put your eyes upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Every living Jewish and Gentile, non-Jewish person must come through Jesus Christ for salvation because it is only his blood which can atone for their sins. The only other option is to remain in your sins and ultimately suffer damnation and end up in hell. This is what Jesus Christ said before he was killed. Listen to this. He said, ye serpents, ye generation of vipers and snakes, how can ye escape the damnation of hell. This is what Jesus said after he rose from the dead. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be 
damned. So uh, those last two portions of scripture, I gave you what Jesus said before he was killed. And then I give you the verse that he spoke, ladies and gentlemen, after he rose from the dead. If he tells you that, that if you do not believe the gospel, that you will be damned, you can take his word for it, folks. So, so I leave that uh, with you here today. Uh, that, that it's your choice. The ball's in your car, court, as they say. That that's your choice. You have a free will. Don't don't. That's another false teaching. People say you don't have a free will. I'm here to tell you today. You have a free will. <laughs> you you have a free will to do whatever you want. You wake up in the morning. You choose what you'll do. I'll I'll eat this. I'll eat that. You have a free will, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to leave it right there. Be blessed in the Lord. Jesus Christ.